Hey, 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 hey. This is your girl, Jenny and... Keita. And this is the keys to the new gen. Yes, the keys to the new generation. We're giving it to you straight, no chase, the truth, unfiltered. We ain't on nobody's airways but our own. So we're going to say what we want to say when we want to say it. Basically, we don't give a fuck. We're going to talk our shit. What? Now, but we're going to keep it ratchet and righteous at the same time. You know, a little candy in the medicine, the medicine and the candy, however you want to say it. You know, that's how you got to do them, though. All right, you ready? Medicine and the candy. <laughs> but no, seriously, though, really, we just being ourselves. Nobody, really? no one person is just one thing. You yeah. righteous, you ratchet, you sophisticated, yeah. you hood, whatever. You got to be able to wear many hats. You got to. Yeah, yeah. Be well-rounded. Exactly. My mama used to always say, when y'all grow up, I just want y'all to be well-rounded. I didn't know what that meant then, but I know now. It is important to be able to put, be able to play in any arena. Okay. I didn't have that conversation, but me and my daddy was just talking. It was like, damn, you know, I come from the hood of Detroit, and I got a degree, and, you know... I know how to carry myself in a certain type of crowd. Exactly. And my day said, yeah, you well-rounded. Exactly, and that's what it is. Shout out to the well-rounded queens. Shout out, and the well-rounded kings as well. Yes. They be, I'm telling you, cold switching like a mug. <laughs> Sometimes better than What's your, what, you, do you got a work voice? Nah, because I don't got to get on the phone like that. No yeah. Thank you, God. But when I did have to get on the phone. You oh, had a yes, work I, voice? <clears throat> I change my posture and everything. You change your posture. Yeah, because you, you gotta get the neck up. right. Yeah. yeah, you got mm, right in here. Pronunciate. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Not just pronunciate, but enunciate. Enunciate. Know yeah. the difference. Yeah. All right now. So tonight what are we we just wanted to come to y'all and just talk to you about just life issues, different things that we all face. And so Kita pulled up this meme that had both of us yeah, laughing and reminiscing. I did because that meme was funny. You know that was funny. Like you know that was hilarious. Yeah. Let me so so go on and pull it out for us. Let's pull it pull it out. What are we talking about tonight? I mean, well, it's just one thing, and I scrolled across it on my friend's page. So it's talking about us women. Well, for me in particular, I, I felt like this meme was directed to me. And it said, it's just me, a perfectly good, wholesome woman of God and light. Meanwhile, I'm trying to escape these broke niggas, these niggas with girlfriends. Come on now. These niggas with baby moms. Wow, wow. These emotionally unintelligent niggas. Say it to him one more time, sister. And even the short niggas, too. The short niggas, too? The short niggas, too. But I said, okay, so what's going on? Because I ain't had no issues necessarily, you know, with the with the short niggas. But let me tell you, why, why, why we got to put them in there, too? Because God knew. I ain't even going to put that on God. I ain't going to do, do all the short fellas. Out there like that. Okay, you gonna let them make it a little my, bit. But in my case, you know, the meme spoke to me because yeah, I didn't had a short nigga and this, the nigga came up short. He came up. <laughs> you said they be coming up short. They be coming up. Oh, 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 o
that you did not have the sugar daddies in there. Why was the sugar daddies not in there? The sugar daddies don't get it too? Everybody got to get paid. Now, fuck that. <laughs> I ain't fucking up my coin now. You got to go mess up the coin. Why, you got to keep why, them why? coins right. What? So, so the sugar daddies is cool. You what, it, what, what? Define a sugar daddy. <laughs> define a sugar daddy. Yeah. Okay, a sugar daddy would be an older man that just wants to invest in you. Oh, what's the hell with that? I don't see. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I just noticed that they you didn't call them out. So our sugar daddies is that the thing? I want a sugar daddy to run up on my ass. What do you mean? Invest. Yes. See your dreams and help them come to fruition. Okay. Oh wow. And I think those sugar daddies. And the, I think the, the, the sugar daddies becoming trained already, don't they? That, ooh. You well, ain't got to argue with them over nothing. They know what it is. You know what it is. And you know what it is. It ain't no So lies. you can't be having it sex with no that sugar daddies? I, well, mm. That's See, what I want to know. Is it some exchange? They say eventually they going to want some sugar. <laughs> but. Eventually, they don't want a little sugar. I want the sugar daddy that just want conversation. Exactly. I think everybody wants the sugar daddy that just want conversation. But no, some of these or sugar daddies are good, though. Girl, so, some of them the be looking like some sugar zaddy. Okay. Sugar zaddy. Like, I don't know, girls. So I've been seeing some of those pictures online, and I'm like, somebody better get their granddaddy fine looking like or, you better. Or the men our age, but they daddy. Like, Girl, hey, it'd be like, yeah, and then daddy got his shit together. You be like, oh yeah, both of them. Like, now I'm not saying that it's okay to sleep with both of them or anything. You gotta no. choose one if you like the daddy. <laughs> stick to the daddy. I'm like, son, stick no. to the son. I'm no. not saying I don't want nobody to get that. If you know, if you go no. in, okay, so if you go in by way of the son, you can't go to the daddy. You can't. It's, it's just so, you it's gotta take that people out. You know, so you I don't even say uh, trifling because I don't know what push you to to, that. to go to the dance. I'm not judging. Okay, but I wouldn't do that yet. <laughs> no, don't do that. That's no. That's a no go. So if you come in by way of the daddy, yeah. If you come in by way of the the son, you can't go to the daddy. If you come in by way of the daddy, you really can't just transition to the son. There has got to be extenuating circumstances that occur for you to break that. You know what I mean? Because it's just weird. It's weird. Did y'all catch that? That's rule number one. Moral and standard. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. All right. All Girl, right. Right so let's talk about these. Let's, let's talk about these niggas. And I know people are gonna be like, y'all shouldn't be saying niggas, but I think that there's a difference between niggas and men. Very, very, yes. I agree. I and agree. I don't think that the, I don't think I that, you know, the two even meet. You know what I mean? Yes. And then once, once we master that, then we'll talk about the niggas. <laughs> but that ain't that ain't that. No, 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 no. Who is the niggas? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be talking, girl. You know, all listeners gonna be like, "What the hell? Who, who is the niggas? <laughs> the niggas? The niggas? N e g u s? Oh, you talking about the niggas? You talking about the conscious brothers? <laughs> you talk about the con- you talk about the dashiki wears? No. Oh, who you that's about? that's the proper way to say it. The negus. Oh, the negus. But the niggas is the <laughs> one who is the swing. 
is what? Where they want to be conscious, but they really ain't. They need a nap, okay? We gonna get on them. Wait a minute. They too woke, they need a nap. Yes, like, Ooh. they get you there, and you be like, yes, 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 my king, my black brother. Then, he be smoking just, some of this bullshit. He pull out a cigarette and be like, hold on, Earl. Just smoke a cigarette. Y'all about to go get some ribs on the way. Huh? I thought you was just. I wasn't there a skit and like I'm gonna get you sucker. Then they had like one real woke guy in that in that skit with the white. They girl. always <laughs> do that. Oh, it's an epidemic. We it's don't still here. Too. It's still here. It's still here. So let's talk about these niggas with girlfriends. Let's 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 just dive right in. So, niggas with girlfriends. Are niggas with girlfriends off limits? Well, before we answer that, we gotta we gotta go all the way there. Have you ever been the side chick? From niggas with girlfriends? I, I wouldn't even classify it as being a side chick. I just classify it as dating. Because if you're not married, then you're dating. That's the end. Okay, so that's it. Uh, you're dating, and you can either be like, okay, you know, but it, it, but it's levels to it. If they've been together for a long time, then it's like, eh. You see what I'm saying? It okay. just depends. It depends on what you want out of it. It depends. This it's situational. You know what I mean? But once they married, they married. Of course, and that's know, off the, limits. The same, he off the, the market, and that's another is, thing is because there's some some guys that's out there that's dating while married, like they single. Mm. Mm. You ran into them? Mm-mm. Well, yes, I have. But you know what? I, I don't fool with nothing like that because, baby, if I was the wife and I found out it's going down. As my older cousin slash pastor tell me, I tell him all the time, I'm going to jail, and my first call will be to you. That's it. That's it. Simple you know that. what? I'm going to jail. And my first call gonna be to so you. So who you going to jail for? Are you getting her? or Are you getting him? Him. You never go after the woman. Okay, you gonna get him. Okay. The only time that I feel like it's it's cool to go after the woman is if. That was your friend. That was exactly. your sister. And when I say exactly. friend, your friend. friend. There ain't nobody. Well, I met you through her, through her. No. Your friend. Your actual friend. This mm-hmm. was your homie. Somebody you call when you need something or they need something. They mm-hmm. call you your friend. That or like I said, somebody that you really know, you close to, you know. Then, yeah, that's when you go after the both of them. A family member or something. But Both other people got to catch it. But other than that, you go after the man because that woman, I, I really she hate this about, uh, about women that we don't stick together. But, I mean, men don't either. Let's let's keep it 100 because men do the same thing. Come on. But she don't owe you a damn thing. Because it's like we said earlier today, that could, that nigga could be her sugar daddy. So you she get her know. fucking bills paid. We, we don't know. Like, it's sad. I wouldn't do again one of them things I wouldn't do because of my morals and standards. I'm not fucking with you if you married. Don't bring that shit over my way. At all. I don't even want the karma behind that one. Exactly. You know what I mean? But there are some women that actively approach married men. I I heard I I, and I've seen them in action and it surprises the hell out of me. I'm like, oh, you don't know. I know some guys who will wear a fake wedding ring because he said that. He said it attracts women. Are you You serious? But do you want those kind of women? They just fucking... You know how a nigga is. 
A man probably be like, no, nah, because you even coming after me, you probably want some other shit. Yeah. But a nigga who just wants some ass to himself anyway, that's why. Come on, let's And then they problem. be doing the most with it. They have these women on the side and be having sex and making babies and carrying on and don't say nothing to the wife. And then it just be a clusterfuck of bull stuff all over your, you wanting to fulfill your lower desires. And it's like, whoa, that's one of the things that kind of got me nervous about getting married. Cause it's like, if, if I found out like where I am right now, if I marry somebody and then I find out he cheating and stuff like that, I don't, I can't realistically say what I'm going to do, but I can say this. I'm at the place where I'm like, look, this is how I want to be treated. These are the expectations. You can either meet them or not. And once we determine whether you're going to meet them or not, then I can decide whether I want to stay or whether I want to leave. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's worth it to me. Mm-hmm. And, it, and you won't even know it until you're in that moment, right? Right, right. You just we, don't we know. what we will do until we get there. You can't even, and you God don't know. Forbid you get certain I places. pray I don't ever get there. You know me what too, I mean? Like, because ooh, I, would like to, I would like to be talking shit and be like, you know, I'm going to beat somebody ass. So I'm going to do that. But really, Realistically, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? What really am I gonna do? Type of hurt. Somebody that you you stood before, you know, your friends, family up on the God saying, This is the man that you chose for me. Mm-hmm. And they're they're them saying the same thing. This is the woman that you picked for me. And then you gonna do that shit? That's but a, I'll be on the episode of Snap. Yeah, but you know but what? I don't know. Like I've really learned like Love ain't even about possession. Like, I don't, I don't want to think that I own my husband or that he, even if we get married, I feel like we're just sharing our journey. Right. So if at any Talk time he decides he wants to do something different in his life journey, I just feel like you got to communicate that. Exactly. Ooh. Communicate that and then allow me to be able to proceed accordingly. Either I'm going to stay and I'm going to deal with it or I'm going to be like, hey, this don't feel good. Or I might stay for a little while and be like, uh, I can't do this anymore. I'm losing me. And you got to be willing to accept whatever comes behind that decision you made. Okay. And that brings us to rule number two. What's rule number two? Know how to communicate. Wow. Girl, please. That communication is really a big key. They okay? say it rules the nation. It really does. That's all you, you people, y'all don't understand how you can avoid so much conflict, so much hurt, pain, mm-hmm. like how you keeping yourself away from joy or happiness just by not communicating. Mm-hmm. Say what you really want to say and get it out the way. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, whatever it is that you want to tell somebody. Now, I ain't saying just go up and walk up on somebody and just blurt it out or something, but effectively communicate with them just say hey look this is how i'm feeling this is what i'm thinking you know what do you think or whatever the case may be you never know how the person might react and at the end of the day no matter what whether it's the outcome you want or not want i guarantee you that other person that you talk to gonna respect you even more whether i agree with what you're saying or not I at least respect you for telling me the truth and bringing it to me so we can communicate and talk about it and then I can make a decision. But wait a minute. Sometimes people don't respect. That's a rational person. Sometimes when you tell somebody the truth, they get mad, they get emotional, they lash out. So you got to be prepared for that. You got to be prepared Because for that. that's normally for some people who are unbalanced, that's their first thing is to get on the defense, to lash out. Yeah. And then that's what creates the argument. So now they say something crazy and messed up to you because they just want to hurt your feelings. And you like, whoa, man, I'm just telling you what I want. 
But also, when are you communicating? Don't just communicate, but communicate effectively. Effectively, so absolutely. If, I, if I'm bringing it to you as soon as I'm starting to think about it and I'm going there, then, you know, you might be on that journey with me. So, you yeah. already know what steps, you know what's about to happen yeah. or not happen. Versus when we kind of already need deep in some shit and then you look over and say, uh, I think I got into some shit. At this point, now, you yeah, you communicate, yeah, you but can- it ain't effective no more because... But well, you know what? I won't say it's not effective. It's just late because anytime you communicate, it's gonna be effective. You know what I mean? You're you're gonna get something out of it if you communicate. The problem ensues when you just don't say nothing, and you think you can it's gonna disappear or something. Have the conversation, but but people gotta be ready for it too. They gotta be receptive to it. You know what? My cousin, she says I talked to her one day. And I look at her and her husband like they are the prototype of what black love look like. Mm. Like she didn't give herself to him before marriage. He, they courted her. They Exactly. They broke up or whatever. And then they end up getting back together. I think a year or so later. And they courted really strong. Now they've been married for probably 17, 18 years mm. now. And when she was married for 16 years, I called her. She was like, you know what I do with my husband? She said, I'm mindful of when I deliver stuff to him. So messages about what's going on in the house or anything. She said, I'm mindful how to deliver bad news. She said, um, if he's been having a rough day at work and he comes in and I could tell he angry or he tired or what, I'll wait. I'll feed him first. I had the kids calm down and, you know, keep the house still. Make sure he get food in his belly. And then once he's full and he's chilling and he's good, then I'll deliver the bad news. Mm. And I was like, whoa, that's taking communicating to a whole nother level. Cause now you got to be so in tune with your partner that you got to be able to sense when they're having a bad day. That means you can't be on your phone all the time. That means you can't be just focused on you. You can't be just focused on kids. You got to be really focused on, okay, what's going on with my partner. And believe me, when you really love somebody and you feel like they love you, and y'all start connecting, you will feel that. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, had it not happened to me, I would not believe. I would not be a believer. Okay. But let me tell you, I don't care if y'all want to call it puppy love or whatever. I was in love, okay? Okay. That counts. It counts. It counts because let me tell you, I was so in tune with this man. Well, at the time, young man, boy. That I could sense when he got his hair cut. I could sense when he got his hair cut. Like, it, y'all probably cracking the fuck up. Like, yes, I thought you was going to say something deep. Something deep. You can sense when he got his I got his hair cut. When he got his hair cut. Like, everybody like, oh, whatever. But listen. No, real talk. We we probably didn't talk that day, see each other that day. But I could be at work. I could be out eating. I could be chilling with my friends. But someone would just come over me. I'd be like, hmm, that nigga got his hair cut. <laughs> No bullshit. Like if, if somebody was telling me this same story, I'll be, be doing what you do. Like get you laugh. I kid you not. I could be just chilling. Like how we talking right now. Something like that. And then that's how I saw that he had a fresh cut. I don't know what it was. It, I don't know what it was, but I could. So I could like the fifth. Okay, let me ask you this: Had y'all had sex? Nah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We was, we was, we wasn't just young, young. Okay, so I don't want nobody to think that. But yes, we was definitely. That's what I'm saying. When you really in love with somebody or something, and y'all become in tune. So if that's your husband, if that's your wife, 
you know. Oh shit, Bay a little upset today. Or Bay home. You, you 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 know shit. You know this shit. I believe you, sis, and here's why. Because I was messing with this dude and I just kept feeling like something wasn't right. We were spending a whole lot of time with each other. But his schedule was just weird. You know what I'm saying? Like he wouldn't be available at nights or something like that. It was a weird schedule, but he would be available from like 7 a.m. to like 5 or 6 p.m. And he was like, oh, I work overnights, which is not far-fetched. I'm dating him, and I'm just always feeling like he something's just not adding up. And I couldn't call it, but I didn't want it to be like my trust issues, so I just gave him a long rope. I'm like, sometimes you got to give them a long enough rope for them to be able to hang themselves. For sure. Girl, long story short, one particular time, I was in Atlanta, and he was here. And I, I went to sleep, and I had a dream about him with this, with this girl, this particular girl, and they was messing around with each other, and he was breaking up with her. In the in the vision, and I was so it was so real that I woke up and I called him. I was like, "Hey, I just had the weirdest dream. You was with this woman, and da 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 da." And I never. And he was like, "Uh." When he when I said it, he was quiet for a second, and I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "I know it's just weird." And he was like, "I don't know. I don't know where that came from. I don't know." Fast forward a year later, after the whole thing then blew up and it came out, he was like, "Man, yeah, you caught me." He was like, "Because I really was." Uh, he was like, "I had." He was like, "After I talked to you, I went and I stopped talking because I had really been thinking about whether I should let her go or not." Damn. See. I didn't even know he was messing with somebody else. So again, a nigga with a girlfriend. So niggas with girlfriends off limits, on limits. What? All right. What about the emotionally unintelligent niggas? We didn't answer whether they was um if if the niggas were girlfriends on limits or off limits. I, I say in our explanations though. I but I, I still say like no. Like if you really want to talk to me because I don't want to waste nobody's time and I don't want to waste my time. If you already got somebody else, you take care of that. But because at that point, if you fucking with me and you got an actual girlfriend, it's not you just dating. You actually just, you claiming this is your, your girlfriend, girlfriend, then that means you don't know what the fuck you want. Don't but bring no, me into that. Yeah, you're right. Because then Period. you get dealing with crazy women and people popping up. And she don't like know that. that it's over and you yeah, do. Or, or you flip on me to try to save face with her. Uh-huh. No, nah, bro, I don't want none of that. Keep that over there. Okay. Y'all go ahead and be married. Now, if you done with that if you single single like okay i'm dating i'm talking to multiple people let me know that as well so i know what the hell it is but that's different because you're single and women should date and men should date as well but if like i said if one of them you consider your girlfriend i'm good on you okay jen jen what do you say you still might Girlfriend, that's not gonna be the first question that I have. I'm like, I ain't expecting you to have women that you're seeing, right? Agree, you need to expect that I'm dating. Again, again, and in the beginning, we just getting to know each other. It's almost like we're we're building a friendship, right? Okay, and so it's no big deal to me in the beginning, but when you start making promises and we're gonna do this and plans and stuff like that, now we have to have a deeper Cause now you're not just trying to build a friendship with me. You trying to say you you saying you want to plant roots. 
you want to build something with me. Okay, well, that's a whole different conversation. If you're trying to build with me, I don't think that there's any way you could be building with me wholeheartedly and still be with somebody else. Exactly. So then at that point, it's not going to work. All right. Okay, so hopefully we cleared that up for y'all. Moving right along. Emotionally unintelligent niggas. I think they one of the same with the niggas with the girlfriends. <laughs> I mean, pretty much everything you just said ties over into them as well. Like, as women, especially black women, I'm not discriminating against any other sister of any other culture, color, creed but especially black women we have to go through so much things so many things and black men do too i'm not taking nothing from y'all at all i want i want y'all to be clear just have to why do we have to do that why do we have to put out disclaimers when we're speaking up for ourselves? We need to work on that. True. We just speak up for yourself, sis. True. Don't give yeah. no disclaimers. If people get in their feelings, that's their problem. Speak your truth. Well, no again, especially as black women, we go through a lot. So, if I got to heal myself and I got to deal with all my emotions and my trauma and all that, I'm going to need you to deal with your shit too. Come on now. Don't come over here bringing me on your shit too. Because, yeah. don't get me wrong, yeah. there's some men out there that you will pour into even though yeah. you hurting. Yeah. Because you see something in them and you, and you know it. Yeah. But they giving you something back. Exactly. You don't need to be pouring into every fucking body. Oh, especially these vessel. niggas out here who not even ready for that. Not, and the ones who really are ready for that and need that, they'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's going to come up in some type of way. They're going to keep taking you out. Y'all going to keep having conversation and you're going to see that. Now, if a nigga who just calling, not calling, texting, not texting, something like that, that's something totally different. Mm-hmm. You you need to let that one go. Mm-hmm. I think Kay Michelle said it best. You can't raise a man uh-uh. if he wasn't raised right what before you, you. I mean, you just got to be, you can't heal. You can't heal a man. You also cannot heal him if he is not ready for it. You cannot force your will upon somebody. And his words is not what tell you his, he ready. It's his actions. That's how you gonna know. Cause when you plant a seed in him, he it's gonna it's gonna be on fertile ground. You're gonna be able to see where he's changing, see where he's growing, see where he's taking in what you said and applying it to his life. That's how you know. If he ain't ready, he gonna resent you. He gonna be like, you trying to be my mama. It's gonna be somebody. It's gonna be unfertile soil, and that doesn't mean that he'll always be unfertile soil. But that just means that in that particular time, it's unfertile soil. So I mean, you can't really be. On, on soil that's unfertile you gotta leave it alone for right now cause he ain't ready and when he's ready God is the grand fertilizer God will come into his life and fertilize that soil and if it's meant to be then y'all will cross paths again but you can't stay there sitting up there trying to till the field trying to put uh, nutrients and stuff in the soil no, trying right. to pray over it crying for him and all of no, that you're wasting your you, time and you'll be taken down Come yeah. on now, tell okay. the truth, tell the truth. You be drained. You 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 ain't, you ain't trying to go down that route. Yeah. So if you see the signs, baby, just go ahead. Go on the Deal seat. with that temporary little pain. Because I, I I guarantee you three weeks is way better than three months. Come some on. Some females out or here three, is three years. years. Come on. Okay? Like, some people still ain't recovered. So just, hey, okay, uh, no, nah, something, something ain't right with this. I don't, I don't feel this. 
Go ahead and move on. Move, move right along. Mm-hmm. Move right along because if somebody wait for you. And same thing with these men. Like, sometimes these women just ain't ready. They, hey, go ahead and move right along. That's- but you know what? Sometimes with women, I will say this, and this can be for the brothers too. Sometimes with men, women, she may be emotionally unavailable in the beginning because she's been hurt. And so I've seen where men have taken time, slow walked their yeah. woman to like heal it. But it takes a very strong person to be able to do that. And that's on both regards, a strong man or a strong mm-hmm. woman. And um, and, and, and it can be done, but God also is the head of that. He's going to let you know if you're supposed to be there. Uh, He's going to give you the strength to, to sustain. But if you content, cons- consistently feeling drained, uh, by your partner, then that's not somebody you're supposed to be with. Y'all supposed to recharge each other. Again, you will know. There's a difference between not returning texts, not returning calls. And when y'all do talk, you hear them reaching out, but they just, or they, you can tell, yeah, reason. you can tell that they holding back. There, you will know. You will know. It ain't like, you ain't got to guess about it. You will actually see it and feel it like, oh, wait a minute. Mm. She 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 guarded or she not trying to let me in for some reason. Let me dig deeper. Let me mm-hmm. versus dang she really ain't ain't messing with me. Like you 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 can feel it. But you know them emotionally unavailable dudes, girl. Them ones where the, the that have text message. You ask them questions. They hardly don't want to answer the question. You talking to them around them, but they on their phones and looking okay. in. Or you know you try to get close to them, and they be like, oh, I don't really want no girlfriend. Yeah. But then they want to lay down and, and hug on you and kiss on you and, and hump all over you. But they be like, Oh, I don't want no girlfriend. I'm good. all actions like, matter exactly. So then you those are dudes that are emotionally unavailable. They're not really. They looking at you like a mattress. Really? Mm. Let me just hump on her. Let me just grind on her. Let me just get my nut off. You know what I'm saying? As opposed... Same and, and, some women. And I ain't ready. Some women like that too. And I ain't ready to, to add nothing to this person's life. And if you recognize that, it's it's a, it's a real hard self-reckoning to be able to be like, hold up. What is this yielding? What am I getting from this connection? Is this person just coming over here and able to relieve themselves from me and able to pick up and leave? Like I'm some uh, prostitute. Dang. And if so, because that's real, that happens. But yeah. some people don't look at it that way. They be like, oh, that's my cuddy buddy. Oh, that's my, you know what I'm saying? We ain't serious. You know, he ain't ready. Or, you know, it's always some story. His his feelings was hurt in the past, so he ain't really just trying to, you know, but what if down y'all, But yet. what if y'all two both on that, on that level? Like, I ain't looking for nothing. That goes right? back to communication. Yes. Y'all both there Been with there, each though. other. Been there. I'm not. Been there. You asked me, was I ever a, a side or whatever? Uh-huh. I was this dude's years ago. I was this dude's. I called it a bottom, his bottom line bitch. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Damn. Go ahead. Tell him. Do tell. Do tell. No, no, no. Back in the day, and it was the way that we met, it was completely different. Number one, I was young and I was dealing with a whole lot of adverse childhood experiences. Mm-hmm. I was just really, I was in the, the beginning of my healing. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't even looking for a boyfriend. I was going to school and I was working mm-hmm. and paying my way through school. I wasn't focused on no dude, but I knew right. that I wanted to have sex and I knew I wanted some companionship every now and again. So I had this dude. 
student. He went to school with me. And so we met up and uh he, he pulled over. This is straight from Detroit, you know, coming straight off the boat, really. Okay. To Nashville, which me. is a whole different atmosphere. Trust me, I am too from yeah. Detroit. <laughs> Both stem from Detroit and landed so in you Nashville. Know. So you know how it is when you first get here. So I'm like, I'm um and so he we we talk or whatever in class. We kind of flirting in class back and forth, talking junk. Mm. You know how that begins. I know. And so one day we was we both drove in the same direction, and I seen him on the interstate, and I waved at him, and then I got off on my exit. Well, he pulled behind me or whatever, and was following me after that. I think he was like that was waving him over and so when we went but i'm waving at him like bye see you later so i pulled over in the little gas station i'm like what you doing why you following me he's like oh i thought you was waving me i was like why would i be waving you down like bruh you know what i mean but mm-hmm. talking i jumped back to back and back back and uh back and forth and we both were in this place where he was like look i was like look i'm just trying to have sex he like but some women can't you know do that some women that can't do that they begin their feelings i was like look i ain't even got no feelings because in that moment i ain't had no feelings Mm -hmm. i was so freaking numb that i wasn't feeling anything and so i end up uh dating we end up messing around with each other for three years i was his bottom line he had he had a different girlfriend he was dating he had different girlfriends, but for some for some reason, he told me what he had going on. We had a really good... We're still cool today. Okay. We had a really good relationship. We we had a really good relationship for two people who were just cuddy buddies. Mm-hmm. I would go... The reason... um, But me and him had a really big falling out because when you're in that cuddy buddy position, it's, it's hard for both parties is what I realized. Because as a woman, I could be like, oh, you know, it ain't nothing or whatever. And it was, and it could be like that for me for real because I was emotionally unavailable. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't ready. But him as a man is catching feelings too. So as he's seeing me dating or whatever, and you know what I mean? It's, it's a part of him that's like, you know, hold up. Wait a minute, you you belong to me. Like you can't be, but he don't want to say that because we, me and him, literally sat down and had a conversation and came up with our arrangement. That's, we, we, okay, the, the, if you gonna do it, that's rules what you of engagement. Do. Right. That's how we started with right. rules of engagement. Right. But even when you come up with your rules of engagement, if y'all be messing around with each other for a few years, things oh, yeah. change because yeah. now you have feelings involved. So he and I end up, um, he end up catching feelings. I end up catching feelings a little bit too, but I was still just really doing my thing. And uh, I had a friend, you see them air quote, y'all know it's air quote friend of mine, um, who I was hanging out with. We used to go out or whatever. We were, we were just cool. And um, she ended up, I, she ended up, we were all planning to go on this trip in the Smokies. Me, her, and uh, her boyfriend, and then my my, uh, my little side piece or whatever. This was going to be our first little trip going out having fun or whatever. And we end up not going for some reason. He All of a sudden, he told me, no, nah, he didn't want to go. And I'm like, why you don't want to go? He was just, I ain't going, I ain't going. And I thought it was something that I did or whatever. And, and I got mad at him. We just argued about it, but we end up not going. Fast forward a few months later, I'm checking his email. Like, she don't know how close he and I are. Nobody really knows that I be all in his emails. and So I'm his bottom line. He tells me everything, and I would be checking his emails and shit like that. I was just, you know what I yeah. mean? And that was back in the day when we had those, uh, when the uh, smartphones first came out. The first Google phone came out. I think it was like the G1. And whenever you used to do chat on there, the chat was saved to your email. Mm. So as I'm checking his email one day, I run across her email address. And they've been chatting. 
back and forth. She's been telling all of my business. So it was weird because he used to be like, oh, you with this nigga? And I'm like, how he even know about this nigga? You know what I mean? And I should just laugh it off because we already had our rules of engagement. But everything that I was telling this friend about me and my other dudes that I'm kicking it with, she was turn around and tell him, come on now, in a mess. And I saw it all lined out. So that was a break in our relationship and I got mad at her I was really mad at her because she was my friend I got really mad at him but I knew we had rules of engagement Mm -hmm. but he told me he said I ain't never met up with her I just kept telling her I would which he didn't he said I was just telling her that because I wanted to get information which was which was it was evident so you You see what I'm saying he called exactly congratulations (laughs) exactly because that's what it was he wanted information because he couldn't get it from me and then he canceled the trip because she kept on saying man we gonna have sex when they go to sleep and trying to do this whole I wanna that's what I'm telling you I know it's some women out there that be on some other stuff too yeah actively and so she was like we gonna sneak and he was like I did not do that trip he was like I canceled it because I didn't know what to do he said I felt like if she would have tried that you would have murdered her and we would have all catch a charge yeah yeah the hands would have been thrown Come on now. But no, let me tell you. You call. You say you was his bottom line. And his bottom line, bitch. I was. No, I wasn't nothing. I was. Oh well, that's another story. But, yeah. but I had a five thirty though. What's I did a have a five thirty. Now you know we from the D, right? What is a five thirty? You know how yeah. much a little Caesar's pizza yeah, is. Yeah, five thirty. Yeah. Okay. A hot and ready. Okay. For, the, for those for our listeners who's not from Detroit. Hot and ready. Taxes are only, or at the time, 6%. Mm-hmm. So, if your pizza is $5, 5 times 6, 30, 530. Okay? So, your bill ended up being $5.30 for a hot and ready pizza. Okay? So, he was my hot and ready. Shout out to you, honey. <laughs> That's who I got that from. <laughs> so... Like you said, we didn't have any rules and engagements. I it might be the Detroit in us, but <coughs> I saw him. We was in class together, and I I was like, man, you like you, him? Yeah, you got a little physique on him, you know? What's up? Yeah. But I never acted on it. I know I talked to a lot of dudes, or whatever, as friends. I ain't. But so I'm I'm cool with him. I don't have no problem talking to anybody, especially if we got class. I might need some help, and especially that's what my mind was on. I'm, if I need some help, if you got some extra notes or anything, I'm on that. Like, hey, what's up? Help me out. Shit. So, but in my mind, I was like, damn, you know, I, I, I fuck, but, you know, I, I, I give him the business. So, you, so you, know? you knew when so you So, in seen. my mind, I'm like, yeah, you know, and he had, he, again, he was an athlete. Okay. I'm damn sure I'm not going to say with sport. But, <laughs> but he was an athlete or whatever, so he had a nice little physique to him or whatever. So we end up having to work together on like some school shit. So of course I had an apartment at the time, no roommates or nothing. So okay. So yeah, you know we exchange numbers. You know we texting hitting each other. Be like, oh yeah, so you got this book, you got that. Just making casual conversation. Yeah. And imagine in my mind, I'm like, nigga, y'all don't even want to do that, bro. Make a long story short, he did that. Came through, and the shit was good, okay? <laughs> I was wait like, minute, wait damn, okay. So he came under the guise of studying. 
He said that was going to do what he, he was flying to. You already know. <laughs> Niggas be flying. But I just want y'all to know as our listeners, females fly. Females plot too, but uh, no. He they said do. we need to work they on this on this project on this that we project. had together. Did y'all get the project done? For sure. Yes, that's all that matters. Work on first, baby. We both, yes. huh? we both trying to chase this degree. Uh, don't get it twisted. Uh, I'm uh, fucking you, but I, hey, <laughs> I, 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 I gotta get my shit done. Okay, this upper division, <laughs> upper level class, you don't bullshit with those. <laughs> This is what your major field of study is. The college students hear us, okay? Stay focused. Do your thing, but stay, stay focused. focused. So, and sidebar, y'all will lose focus here and there throughout life, but we'll get back to that. Wait, anyway, wait, wait, wait. anyway, so he came through, he did the thing, but when we wasn't fucking, when we got back to school, that nigga got on my last Fucking nerves. Why did he get on your nerves? If y'all can see my face right now, who? Why did he get on he your nerves? He got on my nerves because he thought he knew every fucking thing. He thought he was the shit. Like, he just, ugh. He was from up north, too. He went from Michigan. But he was from up north, too. Well, and he was from up north, too. I ain't trying to get too specific because, you know, we might have some TSU. But we like, no, I was in that class. I know who the fuck you talking about. So I ain't about to get it. I don't tell him myself now. Anywho. So he he just was too cocky for me. So he got on my last fucking nerve. But the dick was the dick was good. I ain't so did you keep lie. him around? Hell yeah. yeah we long? kept each other around how like long? up until graduation. How many years was that? I think I think that was a solid like year because it was mm-hmm. like uh junior and senior year. Uh-huh. So I guess two years a year. Two years? Yeah, so but two you, you would say like before y'all really start catching three semesters. So yeah. What do you think is the limit for a a a, a cutty or? And so one of y'all department? get a fucking girlfriend, a boyfriend. How long? What if it takes five years? At that point, what the fuck, y'all wasting time? Exactly. Either either so we gonna. What's the limit? What is the limit? See, that was college. Years. That was school. So we had something to do. Now, if we just both just single, living our lives, I say just straight fucking. Is y'all dating or something? If we dating, then no, we see where it goes. We only sex, fucking sex, a year. Sex. After a year, nigga, if you ain't trying to date and see where this goes or something, I'm not about to just keep fucking. Uh, I I'm think sorry. the longest you can keep a casual sex partner, even if he take you out on dates, because some of them will take you out on dates and stuff like that. So y'all dating, but y'all That's dating. Sex. That's different. That's not cutty buddy. That's, that's dating. That's a cutty buddy. But no y'all dating. Buddies. That's still cutty buddy because all y'all doing is having sex. You know he don't want to go no further and you don't want it to go no further. Oh, if that's established, that's then yeah, buddy. that's your cutty buddy. Yeah, y'all just go buddy. out to eat sometimes. Yeah, y'all go out to eat sometimes. That's, right, it, right, that's right. it. So that's right. still dating. Okay. See, some people see that. And I think you shouldn't keep them no longer than three years. I think you, you got to let yeah, them go that third the, year. Yeah. They can't go into no fourth year. They really need to be Hell done no. at the second year. Hell right? yeah. But you can't, you can't keep them no longer because after that, now your feelings involved. Guaranteed. And it's hard to be able Guaranteed. to just cut them off and let them go. And really, if you real sweet with it, you know you can't really keep a cutty buddy longer than six months to a year. True. That's, That's why truth. I say a year. Six after months to a year. year after that, you gotta just go on and let them go because it's not going nowhere. And that's longer. That's the longer because when you land with somebody like that, you taking in their energy, whether you yeah. like it or not. And so when other men, they they coming to you based off your pheromones, they smelling your scent. 
what energy you giving off. But you got this nigga that you don't even want to be with energy all over you. True. So now when men smell you, they can smell the scent of another man. We mammals before anything. So we got to be mindful of like who you laying down with. That's why I like now as I've gotten older, I'm like, I don't even just have sex. I might have a whole 100 dudes that I talk to, I kick it with or whatever. I might even cuddle, but I'm not finna have sex. I'm just not doing it because for what? What am so I So you got a vibrator or something? No, I'm good. Okay. Shout like, out to I'm everybody good. that's good out here in these I'm streets. I'm good. Like, it's like. Because I, I can't fuck with no toys. No plastic. I don't like the toys. I can't do the toys. They just, I got one. I do have one, but I don't even use it. It, it got dust Subtle on that with the shit. No, I for real. It got, literally got dust. I don't like toys. But listen, I, my thing is, I read somewhere, I, I read a lot. I get real ratchet, but I read a lot. And when I read, I be just reading different little facts or whatever. So, you know, they was like, you got to be careful with vibrators and shit anyway, because a nigga can't keep up with that speed exactly. so you That's keep using that shit you, you kinda it practice make perfect so yeah you practicing at this fucking speed and your ass can't bust the fucking nut mm-hmm. and niggas just humping on you like rabbits yeah. and shit I don't know I'm just saying because That's I read real. that shit and my mind went there I'm a visual person so <laughs> yeah no so yeah I need the real thing plus I, I ain't with that and I'm a clean a clean person so I'll be reading the shirt like okay I'm supposed to clean this before after who the fuck want to bust a nut and then go try to find your little spray to wipe off your nails though <laughs> you <laughs> not cool they just keep it's it in the bed with them they just keep it in the bed with no, all of them bring the whole kit shit let me roll over here and wipe this shit off you know shit bitches be falling asleep in makeup you yeah. think they trying to wipe off dildos come on, come on now but the thing about it is they do desensitize your vagina mm-hmm. Because that vibration, like, and I noticed that. Because when I was younger, I did use, like, the little bullet. And then when my dude tried to give me head, I realized that. I was like, I'm not even enjoying this. He normally has really good head. And so I was like, that's when I made the conscious decision to not use it. And now I'm like, I can't even do that. What? So, that brings us into the fact that unemotional or emotionally unintelligent niggas that's a nay, a strong one. Don't fuck with them no, at all. If no, they ain't no. there, don't they don't be there. No, and don't fuck with dudes that just use you as a mattress. Period. You're not a mattress. Take that. Take that. Don't mess with Diddy them. If, it's, if you're not building with them, if you're not growing with them, then there's no. It makes no sense for you to just lie down with them just because you horny. You got to be able to master your lower desires. Exactly. Now, on top of that. That brings me up into something that Jenny just said. And since we're on the topic of niggas, let's keep it real. Best head. Big nigga, little nigga. And when I say big, you know what I mean. A little hefty, little nigga that'll eat a meal with you, you know, don't give a fuck. Or smaller nigga too. He might eat a lot too, but the nigga still skinny. Like he ain't gaining or he one of them niggas who be in the gym. You know what? I as can't even. Head. I can't even gauge that. I can't gauge it. I can't gauge it because, I, you know, it's too hard to gauge. It's all about cunnilingus. There's a technique, and it doesn't matter your Who size. Technique better. I no. I can't say that a tall dude did it better than a fat dude or a fat. Dude. I can't say that. I can just say that there are some brothers who have mastered the art of cunnilingus. 
And those brothers are the brothers who now, really know, are not afraid. Are a little, you know, we 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 appear to everybody, appeal to everybody. Um, please elaborate on what kind of lingus is. You already know. Oral sex. Okay. Why you do you have to force Why you have to force me? For women to do it. Okay. Some men have mastered the art of it. And I think the ones for me who have really mastered the art of it are the ones who really enjoy it. Yes. The ones who really enjoy the taste, the same, texture, same and the technique same are the best at it. Those are the ones. That's the those are the ones that I, I like. And it don't matter if he's short, tall, light, dark. You I'm know, sorry, but the big, the big all ones, that. You said the the, the, the big ones brothers. be eating, eating, they hungry. I'm done. <laughs> and I'll be the milk. Okay. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. The, the dudes that be in shape and the clean. I had a clean, a clean, he did yeah. But clean. overall. Okay, okay. So now you're talking about the clean. Like, you talk about the clean eater, right? Now let's talk about the taste of the semen. For the difference between the clean eater. And the ones that eat meat and smoke cigarettes. I'm about to tell y'all right break now. Break it down. Break it down. Do not fucking judge me. Because don't judge me. Judge your motherfucking mama. Okay? <laughs> okay? And, and, I, and I say a prayer for her too. But listen. I don't know nothing about all that taste of the common shit. Because if you come in my mouth, we fighting. I ain't with that shit. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I tell you. Hold up. Right there. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. That ain't my forte. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm not judging you. Hold on. I'm not judging you. I'm not. I'm not judging you. I just got some questions. Here's the question. So. So wait. No. I'm just. I just want to know. So when you you giving the dude head and he's about to come, what do you do? Jack him off. To finish it that way. <laughs> he come on my hand or something. Oh that you not, <laughs> on the hand. You not if I tell you some shit, nigga, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a problem. I'll give, and I and I tell a nigga straight up. <laughs> And it's about it's it's a nigga it's about to you know, I ain't about, I ain't about to get my number but it's a nigga straight the fuck up who would tell you yeah she told me even if I got a donkey call her ass don't let it come out I I tell a nigga that straight the fuck up what is donkey Kong? you know bang you know when you hit the motherfucker over the head I don't care if you got a donkey Kong in my ass let me know I'm about to nut you gotta say something do something let me know you finna call cause if I taste that shit it's a problem. Well, oh my heavens! I can't. I, think, I almost could have been Issa Rae insecure when you know when Daniel had the little steel in her eye. That was almost me. Uh uh-uh. uh. See, no, I feel like if you go, but don't judge me because I know somebody who that was. I feel like if you gonna give head, if you gonna get him, because if 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 he got me right to the point and then just stopped and tried to play with me, I'd be mad. Ooh, I'd be so mad. I would not true. be able to handle that. I'd be wanting to like that's punch him in his forehead. So, like, I don't do that. If I'm going to get you there, I'm going to get you all the way there. No, but I'm not going to swallow. I can't do See, that. I ain't thing. got none of that. But feeling. no, let me tell you. I, got I, got, I have learned how to, like, spit and keep it going. So, like, you still good. 
No, it, it really, ain't the I same. I really like you. I gotta it ain't really the like same. It. So it what the, the fuck you do with the shit? It ain't the same. I spit it out. I catch it and release. It's no, see, that's catch what I'm and saying. Message. I catch it and spit it back on them and then keep... Um, you do, up. so you catch yes. it? Oh, so that's for the ones you really like. The ones I really like. So oh, you do get, catch, you catch it and release soul. immediately. I see it. I see I'm it. I see it. I see it. I see it. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So... On to the, to the next topic, guys. We have gotten real raw tonight. I didn't know we were going to get this doggone blasted raw. Episode this is episode one. Okay, so let's get back on our topics. So let's transition into topic number two. Girl, I almost became Muslim. Break it down, how? I just, I mean, I almost became Muslim. I was, I, I realized as I've been looking over my life, I've been realizing that the Muslim brothers are organized. They disciplined. Okay. They protect their women. I met this yes. sister and this brother, that, that Muslim couple here, and they were dating. And he was waiting on her pretty much hand and foot. He was opening doors. He was ordering food. He was pulling out chairs. He had it down to a science. And I almost became Muslim. Just off of a man. And how he treated his woman because he's disciplined. They be studying their Quran. I got my Quran in there. I almost grabbed the hijab and just jumped ship to get me some of them long dresses. They be having some bad outfits. Them Muslims be putting it. They be putting in work, baby. I'm talking about fashionistas, baby. Them Muslims. Girl, I done seen some stuff. Made me want to switch my whole wardrobe. I was almost Muslim today, honey. I was listening to the brother. He said they are protecting their women when they going to work and to home. He, I've been seeing where they they be marching in order. They be out there selling them bean pies and that mag and that and that uh the final call. Okay, because that was my idea. We, we can work together, not against each other. Like, because I got more ideas for you, honey. But yeah, <laughs> but but that's that's like Kevin Gates. And let me be clear, I'm not saying Kevin Gates 
is a part of the nation. I don't think he said it. He said, but he does subscribe to certain teachings, rulings, believings, mm -hmm. things, things like that. So I'm not, I'm, please don't be like, oh yeah, kid, I remember when you said Kevin. No, mm -hmm. but I do. And he's on record. He watched Versus Club interview. He said that, like, I, I don't subscribe to a certain religion. And I don't either. But he does, you know, follow some of their teachings and beliefs. And you see how he treats Drake, uh, Drika. So, yeah, I, I, I understand that. I understand. But at the end of the day, that's just a good, strong man, period. I just think the Muslim brothers, they, they got me wanting to switch over to become oh, a Muslim and, woman. And I, I, because the Christians, I've been looking Malcolm at my X Christians my brothers. I'm trying to tell I've been looking at my Christian brothers, and I'm like, they going to church just to look at booty. They they not, they not trying to fight for their people. They ain't trying to put their life on the line. The Muslims brothers say they going to put their life on the line. For they sisters and they children. And I looked at Christian brothers and I said, where they at? Where they at, God? Where is the discipline? They still eating meat and pork. They still eating their pork and stuff. That's why no, they ain't supposed to be doing that, still eating it. So I was like, I don't know if I'm just going to. I might have to go on and switch over. I got my Quran. I'm going to go and get my hijab. And I might have to go and switch on over. I might have to take what they call it, a shahada. I might have to take my shahada. I might have to do it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know nothing about it. I again I don't subscribe to a specific religion. I am a spiritual being. Mm -hmm, I like that. And um uh, don't get me wrong, I don't I don't judge anybody for their religious beliefs because I feel like just like any mother would tell you, you have to treat your children differently. I feel like God has treated his children differently as far as some people need a set religion to get close to him, other people myself included just need to know that he's there and pray to him and he mm -hmm. will lead us so but let me ask you have you ever had a man pray for you i've had a man say grace for me no i'm talking about pray over you have you ever been covered we had that conversation before and i mean outside of my family like my father my brother no see that's a difference that's the difference. That's what let me when I felt the covering of a man praying for you, you can literally feel it. You can feel the covering of your minister or your pastor praying over you. Like the the, oh, the yeah, more you can feel that covering. As far yeah. As, because I, was, I I don't get me wrong, I still will go to church because I feel like God still uses Yeah, it's it, certain people and certain things and you need so, a covering. Yeah. Everybody needs a covering because yeah. sometimes you can stray away from the path and it's important for you to be within the fold of somebody's covering. Just like with the Muslim brothers, the people that are in their covering, all of them, they raise their sons to be disciplined and they raise their sons to be providers and protectors. Mm -hmm. So they're going to provide and protect all of the women that are their Muslim sisters and stuff. Of course, they say they protecting all women, but you got to know that if you're a Muslim woman and you are one of their, they, you are part of their culture and their creed, they're really going to put their life on the line for you because you were following Allah's rules. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, that's and then with, that's why I was finna be a Muslim. You was close. I was close. And I was close. But we coming to the end of the show, y'all. They only give us about a good 60 minutes. Okay. And we at 58 and counting. So, this your girl, Jenny Calhoun. And... Keita. 
with the keys to the new gen. These are the keys to the new generation, y'all. We're giving y'all these keys. Knowledge is key. Yes, and don't forget those keys. Remember, number one, have your morals and standards, okay? Mm -hmm. Get your thumb. Number two, communicate effectively, mm -hmm. okay? And we keep them going throughout each episode. Absolutely. And number three, tighten up. Tighten up. Take notes from the Muslim brothers. All right, we love y'all. Bye. Hey, 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 hey. Merry Christmas. It's your girl, Key. Kita. And Jenny Calhoun. And y'all know what this is. Keys for the new age. Tonight, oh, because it's a great day, a blessed day. It's Christmas. Hmm. We kind of didn't know what we wanted to talk about, but we decided it's the end of the year. Let's just reflect on what's going on, what happened this year, and what we learned. So we're going to tell y'all today our top three things that we learned. Uh, Jenny, what you learned this year? I mean, it's, it's if I had to look over my life this year and sum up all of the lessons that I learned, I would say that my top three lessons that I've learned for the year are number one. You find out who your real friends are when you are at your lowest point. Mm. So my lesson to you all is pay attention to how people treat you when they think you don't have anything to offer. Okay. You see what I'm saying? When they've used you all up because some people will be your friend when everything is going good in your life. When they feel like being connected to you is going to give them access to something more than they could have gotten by themselves. When they feel like you doing something for them that they need right now in that present moment. They'll slick hate you. My mom will always be telling me this. She said some people be around you and they can't stand you. And they'll even do stuff for you but they really don't like you and you'll be able to see that in how they treat you when they think that you are not looking or when they think that you are down. Mm. So just be mindful of the company you keep. This year taught me to keep my grass cut all the way low. Mm. And not to just be calling everybody my That's friend. See, nice I got to go back to back to Detroit. When I was in Detroit, we used to always call people our associates. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You know That's that? Detroit our associates. Yep. And not call everybody your friend. So I had to take it back one time for the yeah. one time and say, you know what? Some of these people are my associates. Yeah. We cool. When I see you, we cordial. We laugh. We keep key. We have a good time. Yeah, but you're not my friend. You're not my friend because my friend doesn't treat me this way. And when I'm down and when I'm out, I can rely on my friend. And they're not going to be trying to throw it in my face. They're not going to be trying to because some people will elevate you just to be in competition with you. Understand mm. that. They will elevate you. Mm -hmm. Just so they can compete against you. You see what I'm saying? Some people be having slick, silent competitions against you. And you don't know it until you just got to pull back and pay attention. Now, if can they congratulate you when you win? Or when you win, do they automatically tell you about a time that they won? And they could be pulling. If they cannot celebrate your success, then that's not a friend. Okay. So just be mindful. What's your number one? My number one was just trusting yourself. In my case, trusting myself. 
God really gave us women an intuition for a reason. Like, I hate to say it, but we, I know I ignored it sometime this year. And it backfired. Like, bruh, <laughs> for real, that, that mother backfired so bad. When you feel something ain't right, just go with, like, trust right. yourself. Y'all can call it a gut feeling. Y'all can call whatever. That voice inside your head, your intuition, you got to trust yourself. If something's telling you to move, move. One time, and this was years ago, I'm doing my thing. I was uh, over this dude house, you know. We had been kicking it or whatever. And I was smoking with him, right? Yeah, I ain't even going to lie. But in the midst of it, no lie, no joke. I feel like God really just be coming out of nowhere. Like, all right, this is what you need to do. I left. Like, we got the kids in touch and all that. And dead smack in the middle of it. Some said, get out. And I got out. Okay, ran. I don't even know if the door closed behind me. But I was like, pew. I trusted myself. And I don't know where I would have been had I stayed. And I don't care. Because that was the one time I really was like, dang, I'm glad I trusted myself. Because, I mean, I don't talk to the dude no more. I'm going to say, did y'all talk after that? I mean, we cool, but then he started doing other stuff to the point where I had to block him. Y'all know how we feel about blocking. Block. But it was one of them things where it was like, well, even when I try to be nice to you, because I'm a compassionate person, like, and I really feel like y'all got to watch that. People will play on your compassion. Come on now. So, I was like, nah, I really got to show you, like, I don't mess with you like that for you to really get the picture. Like, no, I'm just being nice to you to be nice to you because I'm a nice person. Right. Now, I don't want you. But now, I don't want you even to even think that you can even try to even think to do something. So, that, nah, bro, I'm good. But, yeah, I really learned this shit to really trust myself because I really be thinking now, had I trusted myself, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not have been in certain positions and doing certain things. And then once you get in certain positions and do certain things, you got to think about what you done done and all that shit. And don't nobody got time for that. Okay? We ending a decade. That's so real. You just said something right there. We are ending a decade. So not only what did we learn this year, but let's go deep. What what, what did we learn this decade that's going to help us in the next decade? Bruh. Like, for real. So let me show y'all with y'all my number two. What's your number two? Number two. When I started this decade, I was in a whole different place than I am today. I had all of my adverse childhood experiences that I had not fully dealt with yet. I was dealing with molestation, incest, um, domestic violence. Mm -hmm. I was just willing from that, a lack of self-worth. Because once you go through traumatic situations, it's hard to be able to see your value. You know what I mean? You start thinking that you're supposed to be treated Mm -hmm. a certain kind of way. And so I started to attract a certain type of person in my life, you know, at the beginning of this particular decade. And as the years have progressed, I have learned that my number two lesson for this decade is peace of mind is priceless. You got to be willing to let go of everything and everybody to reclaim your peace of mind. Okay. And that, that, that was a hard lesson this year because I had to break up with some people that I really thought I was in love with, but they weren't any good for me. Mm. 
we was arguing and fighting and and when I was around them and even the ones that I wasn't necessarily arguing and fighting with have you ever dated a narcissist where he's like planting different things it's like inception planting different things in your mind making you feel like you're not beautiful making you feel like you're not worthy making you feel like you're not intelligent just attacking you here and there I'm telling you come uh, so you had to go I had to go yeah so your peace of mind was important for you too so your peace of mind is priceless you cannot get that back and some of decisions that I made I remember it used to take me a long time to make some decisions that I knew I had to make I would be in turmoil over certain decisions and I would allow it to keep me up at night because I would be procrastinating on making that decision because I I just, I don't know. It was hard for me to be able to move forward. When I learned the value of my peace of mind, I learned to make decisions quickly. Mm-hmm. If I know it does not serve me, I ain't got to stay around six months. I don't have to stay around two years. If I know that in the first three weeks that I don't like the way that I feel in this relationship, then this person isn't for me. No, we're not enemies. No, I don't hate you, but you're not the person that I'm supposed to be building yeah. my life with. Because ultimately, I'm looking for a life partner. Somebody I can build with. Not somebody that I can just lay down with. And, and another Chill. thing is like, don't allow yourself to be used as a mattress. You ain't nobody mattress. You are nobody's mattress. I don't even know where that came from, but I feel like somebody needed to hear that. Don't be nobody's mattress. What's your number two? Okay. Well, my number two, it kind of stems off of what you were saying. And it's pretty much reflect on what's going on, even if it hurts. So, like you were saying, how you started this decade off up until now. Sometimes you got to sit down and be quiet, get quiet, and just be to yourself and really reflect on what the hell did I just go through? Mm-hmm. What did I just do? Because you would be surprised at the stuff that actually comes up. Like, dang, I really didn't been through some stuff. Like, I didn't. I thought that was over and done with, dead with. I let it go. Maybe you have, or maybe you haven't. But sometimes reflecting on that, it can hurt because it can make you really relive some stuff. Mm-hmm. But once you relive and address some things. Mm-hmm. You can really then let it go. You can attack and say, okay, this is what's holding me back. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is my pattern. Mm -hmm. I did this in 2012. Why am I doing it in 2018? Why am I doing it now again in 2019? Like, what has changed since then? The faces, but not the situation. So if the situation is still the same, yeah. Over and over again. Like, what's this on? To me and my cousin all the time with Deborah Cox and Whitney Houston, same script, different cast. Come on now. All you doing is just casting different people for these same roles mm-hmm. and you putting yourself as that main character. Bruh, sit down, reflect on that and really, really sometimes. And again, like one of the keys, know when to be wrong. Know, know that you were wrong. Some situations, and it hurts to say, damn, I caused this. Yeah. Dang, I put myself in that position. But I'm going to tell you the best part about that whole thing is, now you know not to do it the next time. Exactly. So reflecting is okay. It's, it's needed. It's a necessity. That's how you I need learned it. that. Th- and, and it took me a decade to learn that stuff. Like, dang. And I mean, I reflect all the time. But when you reflect with a purpose behind it, I'm mm-hmm. reflecting so I can do this. Mm-hmm. So I can grow from this. You will. You will. Whatever see, you practice, you become. Just to kind of add to that. See, 
we sometimes people jump from relationship to relationship to relationship without that reflection. And that is how they end up attracting those same relationships, those same people, because mm-hmm. they have not taken that as a very pivotal step. You have got to reflect on where you are, what decision you made, what do you, what you can do better. It's like mm-hmm. giving yourself feedback. You right. know what I mean? One of my bosses used to tell me, uh, feedback is a gift. And she said that to me. I was like, you know what? It is. Feedback is a gift. Even if you're giving yourself that feedback because it allows you to be your greatest version. If you can't check yourself, then you know you can't take constructive criticism from nobody else. Mm-hmm. If you can't check yourself, you destined to wreck yourself. Come on now. Okay? Chickadee, check yourself before, before you, you wreck, wreck yourself. yourself. Hey. check yourself before you wreck yourself. Hey. Hey. That, that used to be my song, and I know why. Like, I just thought I like that beat. But it's no, real. it's real. It's real. Hey, it's messages and music. I don't know if people believe in it or not, but I do. You know they believe in it. Dudes use it all the time when they trying to set the mood. Oh, for sure. They, look, I can tell what they want to do based on what they plan. Okay. Oh, you trying to get some tonight. And no. Let me tell you. I oh, started, you mad at me, huh? I started to think about something. And it, it was a bad thought. I ain't going to lie. It was a negative thought. And right when I was going into it. I don't know if you ain't really from Detroit, you might not know this song, but Oceans came on. Mm. Um, you know, my ship has finally come. That song, and it pulled me out of my mind and started me singing that song to the point where I was like, thank you, God. Like, you gotta be able to know when to just thank God just for the little stuff. Because the music just, one, it took me out of that negative thought and made me start singing about how, you know what, you know, Life is gonna change, you know. Just cause you're going through a rough patch, your ship gonna come. Your ship gonna finally come in. The tides are turning. Be happy. That man got me. Th- I was like, <laughs> I just really had to giggle about it. Like, you know what? Thank you, God. Like, you knew, you knew right when to drop that song. Okay, so hey, sit down and reflect. Hey, if you haven't done it yet. Do it now. This is the mm-hmm. best time to actually do it. At the end of the year, because we're in the winter solstice, this is when the veil is the thinnest. This is when you should be in hibernation mode where you're not kind of running around and being out in the world, being seen. This is the time to really pull back from everything and everybody to go within yourself and to take inventory of what you got going on in your life. You know what I mean? Where are you mentally? Where are you emotionally? Where are you spiritually? What does that look like? What are your goals for yourself? Not just going into the next year, but going into the next decade. What is it that you want out of life? We can't just be living haphazardly, just going with the flow. You have got to be intentional and being intentional means that you got to reflect. Yeah. That's an excellent, excellent lesson. Okay. And what's your trace? <laughs> Number three. Never settle. Not Never settle. Oh my gosh. Mm-mm, don't do it. It may not come today. It may not come tomorrow, Mm-mm. but never settle for less than what God has.